Welcome to the Podcast of Faith. I'm Caitlin and new here. I'm a busy farming mama of four, so you're likely to hear kids or animals or even westerns playing in the background. But I'm here because I love Jesus and Jesus loves me. And because of that, I grew tired of trudging through the muck of life without him and decided to chase after him and what he has for me instead. I'm not a great public speaker, but I've got a purpose here. I can feel that. So instead of running from it, I'm going to run to it and see what God has for me. I don't know a lot, but I've learned a few things, and I'd love to share them with you. Here goes it. I was woken up in the night, and I felt the Spirit leading me to pick this podcast back up and to share testimonials in this season. And so in this season, I want to be intentional, and I want to be purposeful for what He's purposed and called me to do. So I can stand on the other side of the fire that I've walked through, not even smelling like smoke. And that's what these are about that you're about to hear. So I've been silent for a little while, and it's not that I've been struggling with my faith. It's because I've been struggling with feeling unworthy, I guess, and that I had felt really strongly like I had been told that I had done something out of the Lord's will, and it just, it broke me, quite honestly, and I mean, it's like I I felt Him in His kind and gentle way just tell me that was not my will for you. And I guess I didn't know how to cope with that. Um, and And it caused me not to share anything because I felt like if I, if I couldn't do it, how he wanted me to and how he intended me to and, um, by his aroma, then I needed to get to a place where I could repent of that and and be tried and true. And well, I mean, I'm I'm still a failure every day in some way because we're all sinners. But I felt a few days ago, you know, the Lord just told me to pick this podcast back up and. And I'm supposed to give testimonies. Um, and maybe not just me, but, but host testimonies as well. And um, so I've done some invitations uh, um, with some who I feel like the Lord wants their stories heard. Um, really His stories um, for our good and His glory. Um, but today I want to share um, one of ours about branch and um i don't have anything pre-written down to i mean once upon a time yes it's in some sort of journal or book that i've kind of shared in a public space before um but i don't have that with me and um so my two-year-old is also up we're gonna try to to get through it (laughs) 
Um, so several years ago, um, our oldest had just turned two and we knew that, um, my husband was, um, fixing to have his, his first big deployment since she had been born. And, um, we were very <laughs> on edge about it. Um, yeah, it was somewhere in the Middle East, but, um, we just, we had really hadn't been apart like that since she had been born. And, um, so we were trying, um, you know, like, like getting our phone set up and, and, you know, Skype was a big thing back then and, and FaceTime had, had just come about. And, um, so anyways, he leaves and I found out I was five weeks pregnant and, um, thank you, baby. And so, um, we're very excited. Um, He's so excited, like this is going to be a gift when, when he gets home. And um, I, about, I guess when I was about three months along, um, or two to three months, I had had a friend who had lost her baby at 12 weeks. And we were so devastated by that. And it's like, as soon as hers happened, I, I just knew I had a feeling that it was going to happen to me too. Um, but I tried to ignore that. And one day I'm at work and it's just, I can't even make it into the elevator. Um, to say from all the gory stuff, um, I was just bleeding out and and I had some really good people around me who were, who just were in it with me and, you know, sorrowing and crying just as hard in that workplace and that rehab gym right along with me and, and just praying fervently for his will. And, but I was alone. And, so, uh, you know, I go to the doctor and I have to have a DNC because not every, it just, everything had to be cleaned out and, and reset. And so it was me and my two-year-old. And yep, I had, we had parents around us and, and who were present in all of that with Matt being overseas, but I was very, very much alone and lonely. But I knew in my heart when it happened that, cause I was very angry. I was, I was very upset. And I was like, Lord, why, why would you do this with him over there? Why could he not be here? But I knew in my heart that he had done it. He had ordained it intentionally because I would have depended on my husband instead of God. I, w I would have depended on Matt for, to be my foundation and all of that instead of the one who I needed to rock the house to the core, to the bottom, and to, to be my cornerstone. And 
he wholeheartedly did that. Um, I felt like a failure. I really, I, I felt like, okay, you let us have one. Is, is she going to be our one? You know, is, and, and I thank you so much for that blessing and, and everything that she is and such a mix and blend of Matt and I together. But my body couldn't do it, you know, and, and fleshly, I, I felt, I felt defeat there and that I couldn't do what, what all these other women had done before me. And I knew as I was, you know, feeling all of that, that it was untrue. So, um, one of the things that, um, so I had, I had, I, I'm big into to worship songs and, and just uh, that kind of, in, seas, in different seasons that can help me through things or help me figure things out or, you know, I've just got to go to a place of worship. And so Lauren Daigle's um, I Will Trust In You had come out about that time. And I just really just had to scream it all the time. If I was in the car by myself, I had to, I just, that was, number one, that was always playing. And the thing about going through the DNC was my hormones were everywhere and my blood work just couldn't get back right. And the entire time Matt was deployed, every month I had to drive back to the hospital and it was probably two hours from my workplace. And I would have to, you know, lab work would have to be done and, and it was... It was, I don't know, it wasn't degrading, but it was just, you know, a reminder each and every month about how my body was just in defeat. And I really struggled with, um, you know, Lord, what do you see as, as um, someone who is to be saved, as, as a soul to go to heaven? And Will my baby be there? And a friend had just encouraged us to, you know, Caitlin, you have got to name that baby. You That baby deserves a name, deserves to be remembered. And just because you lost your baby that way does not make it any less than having a child that you got to hold it and then losing it. And I think that was the biggest thing was I never got to hold that baby. And, but I just, I knew in my heart that it was a girl. I, I can't, I, you know, we, we had, we were almost to the point of the ultrasound. And so I never got that. But, and I said, you know what? Um, we had just talked um, through text and, and emails and other things. And, and Matt and I had decided on branch and just that, that was the branch of the tiny stream that has, you know, that has been leading us to greater things. And um, that really set my faith in motion. And without her, I would have just been going through life and not 
resurrected, I guess. And so, um, we, and, I mean, my husband is a, was, this season is not so much, but an avid fisherman and, and loves the outdoors. And, um, so anyways, it it just felt so right to name her that, but we had never said her name out loud. And, um, so remember Dallas is two at this time and, um, our cowboy church was, um, at a friend's barn <clears throat> until we had built our own or the church had built and purchased some property and, and built our own building but so we were <clears throat> at a church and um before we got to the gate where everyone had parked and you know Dallas has gone ahead of me and what she really I mean she's two years old so she and she's a typical firstborn she's you know um, I could look at her and, and she would just kind of like straighten up, but she was running ahead of me and actually she was skipping. And as in OT, I was not prepared for her at that developmental stage to be doing such an advanced, um, gross motor skill. And in, in the way that she was, and I mean, it was very, she was doing a great job. So, um, she was skipping ahead of me, and I was like, I didn't even know that she could skip. Like, has she even seen anybody skip? You know, she's surrounded. She's a firstborn on all sides. She's, you know, surrounded by adults. Um, and and I was like, you know, Dallas, slow down. Wait for Mama. Wait for, you know, there's trucks. And she goes, I'm playing with my sister. And it just kind of stopped me in my tracks, and I didn't know what to say. And so we... I go out the gate, or we get to the Tahoe, and she is skipping around the Tahoe and running around and giggling, like just like she is playing with someone. And I'm like, "What are what are you doing?" And she said, "I'm just playing with my sister." And so um, I don't know how to process it, and where you know later on we're back home and. And I'm just contemplating all of this. And I had, you know, messaged my husband and, and waiting for a response from him. And <clears throat> she was in the shower with me that night. And I'm like, Dallas, do you remember telling mommy that you were playing with your sister? Oh, yeah, she said. And I said, what, what, what was her name? And... At the time, you know, we were, she was infatuated with the Grinch, and I mean, it didn't matter that it was, you know, out of season, but all year long, she wanted to watch it, and she goes, um, it sounded like Grinch, and I said, Branch? She said, yeah, Branch, that's my sister's name. My sister's name is Branch, and I was, y'all, I was in tears, and I said, what, what did she look like, and she goes, Mommy? She looked just like me. And so I was undone, obviously. But I just, I was in such a place of gratitude. And knowing that I will see her one day and I will get to wrap my arms around her. And and I got kind of a picture of what she would look like. And so then I, I had just started praying, Lord, I want to see her too. I want to see her like Dallas seen her, seen her.
And so I felt like he had given me a dream, and I see it all the time. And it's like in that dream, I felt that she is seven, and I can see the clothes that she's wearing. I can see her on this this big, beautiful green tree with luscious green grass surrounding her, and I can see, you know, flowers and rocks, and she's on a rope swing with a wooden seat, and she's jumping off of it, and she's running to me, and I I feel like that's how I'm going to first see her, and I'm just, there's another song that um, I've shared with other mamas that have gone through the same thing, and and some of those many more times than me, and, and I tell them I don't, they thank me so much for my encouragement, and that they know that I was put through it first, so that I could share, or put through it before them, so I could share encouragement with them, and be in that sorrow with them, and I'm like, yeah, but I, I don't know if I could stand going through as many times as you have, you know, three and four and five times, and, um, and not stand on my own two feet, you know. But there's a song that really got me through those days, and it was knowing that, being so thankful that Branch has never known pain, and that her first steps were walked on the streets of gold, and how blessed she is, and, and Matt and I are by knowing that. And there are scriptures that have gotten me through for sure. Um, Psalm 23 is one of them, where the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. And he got to lead me through that and by that. And... There's a in Joshua in the first of Joshua. Sages in my pages, so let me get back to it. But you know, he says um, in verse five, I will be with you. Just as I was with Moses, I will not leave you or abandon you. And he keeps telling us there to be strong and very courageous. But I was like, you know what? His presence with me in my sorrow was the reason I had the courage to continue on in losing her. And I think back to Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you and all whose thoughts are fixed on you. And I had to get to that place. Like I had to, I had to seek him out for him. And he, he kept me, but I had to get to that place where I knew he was keeping me. And I had to fix my eyes on him. And it's very fitting for Sage to be here right now because, you know, in those days, too, I had prayed like I wanted him to promise me another baby. 
And I needed that promise from him. And I had just a, a dream or a, a little vision that it was a baby boy wrapped in, you know, swaddled and laying in the middle of our bed. And um, after Matt had gotten home and a few months later we had found out we were pregnant and um, that's a whole nother testimony in itself that it, it was a girl. And I was like, Lord, that's not what you promised me. And so I held on to that thinking that it was going to be, you know, that there was another, another promise awaiting us, another blessing. And so, um, Denver was born a few years later, but, and while, yes, it was a boy, it was not, there was never a point to where I looked and that was the vision. That was the fulfillment. But it wasn't until Sage, um, in our house now, and him being swaddled up in our bed that I seen it. And I was like, Lord, this is the fulfillment. And I thank you so much for that. Yeah. So... I just wanted to encourage others with that testimony. And um and just I would not uh, Yeah. I see. I would not be who I am. I would not remember and reflect and be comforted in all of that. It still hurts, yeah. It's not but the hurt does not hold the intensity that it could if I was still trying to stand on my own feet and do it my own self. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for being in it with us. We thank you for being in your presence and not just for your presence. You're standing here in our sorrow with us. You're standing here in your kindness and your goodness and your gentleness, Lord Jesus. Thank you for all those things and being wrapped in your arms. Your hand is over it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.